The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there. I'm making it sound good today, celebrating her 37th birthday today. Happy birthday to Alicia Keys. Oh, hey, all right. Um, not a huge birthday day. That's according right. to this dumb website I look at. That's all right. I think um, we'll be all right. Yeah. Anyway, happy birthday, Alicia Keys. Today is Friday, January 25th, 2019, 307 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 697-697, Marv Foley's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career, those 67 unforgettable games in 1984. Today, guys, is episode two of our Friday night Lights review show. We are going through reviewing the Friday Night Lights TV show as Texas high school football experts <laughs> and um, judging the show from our perspective and taking a look at it. Um, I will say, I think that the show, just as a quick preview, I think the show got better in the second half of the first season. Mm-hmm. Although there are maybe more ridiculous moments that made me want to tear my hair out. Um, <laughs> but it's a uh, it's a fun show. We went for how long did we go for? One hour and eight minutes. Buckle in, folks. A little bit longer this week. Buckle in, folks. We've got some thoughts on the Friday Night Lights TV show. Here is episode two of Texas High School Football Espers. Watch Friday Night Lights here on Texas Football Today. I'm Max Thompson. I'm Ishmael Johnson. I'm Greg Tepper. And we're Texas High School Football Experts breaking down the Friday Night Lights TV show. All right, guys, uh, just a quick refresher. We're doing this because it's the off season. We don't have anything else to do, really. Uh, we have lots of things to do. But our fans, for the longest time on Texas Football Today, our daily football show at TexasFootball.com, had asked us for the longest time to review Friday Night Lights because shock, gasp, horror, <laughs> none of us had ever seen it. Right. We've already done one episode, which was us recapping Season 1, Episode 1 through 11. And now today, we're finishing out the season, Episodes 12 through 22. Gentlemen, a summary the Dillon Panthers scrape their way into the playoffs and charge all the way to the state championship despite endless drama within the team, community, the personal relationships of everyone involved, the toxic chemical spill, the head coach leaving, and a partridge in a pear tree. That's about right. Yeah, yeah. you pretty much it's nailed good. it. <sighs> Is that from the IMDb page? That's exactly where it's from. <laughs> um, uh, all the things that we talked about in the first episode about the ridiculousness of this, I will just restate from the beginning we know lots of people have covered a lot of the issues within the show. That's all right. Our goal here is to tell you what's right and what's wrong when it comes to Texas high school football, where things line up, where they don't. And like normal human beings, we will be annoyed about certain aspects of the show and we'll yeah. like certain oh, yeah. aspects of the show. Greg is especially chomping at the bit for some of the football realism in this one. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, and we're going to start in a place that we sort of left off in the first episode, and I'm going to kick it off straight to you, Greg, because... 
we enter with the way Dylan makes the playoffs out of nowhere. No explanation before this episode. They need Arnett Mead to lose. Yeah. Or they're not going to make the playoffs. Again, we will establish four teams make the playoffs from every district in Texas high school football. So flat out this just doesn't make sense. Let's just let's just move on. Like okay. let's let's take that uh, All right. aside. And let's say this operates in a fantasy world. You go ahead. Where yeah. it, there's not four teams that make the playoffs right. from each district. Let's just say it's only one. Mm-hmm. Okay. They already beat Arnett Mead, right? Yes. Am I crazy? Or is that the game? Oh they no, lost? That, that that's was, the one I they lost. That was the that's oh. the one they, that was the that's Tatum. the one they they forfeited. Oh, that's yeah. the Tatum. Game they yeah, that was the yeah. his okay. ineligible. So then, okay, take that back. Okay, <laughs> but this is a situation in which there are apparently still five rounds of the playoffs. Right. 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 Yes. I believe there's still including f- the state, including state, including state. There are yeah. five, which is not true either. But right, neither, that's not true either. Neither here nor there. That would operate under the assumption that there are two teams that make each playoff. Yeah, that make the playoffs out of each district. Right. Th- then why do you need Arnett Mead to lose? Like I just don't understand yeah. the playoff structure in this world mm-hmm. is completely <laughs> and totally baffling to me. I have no idea how you make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like I understand, there are definitely situations in Texas high school football where you need teams to lose to get in. Yeah. But not when you have only lost two games at maximum, <laughs> yeah. right? You're going to be fine. If you go 8-2, and two, you play a 10-game season in Texas high school football. If you go 8-2, and two, about 100% of the time you're making the playoffs. I just don't under. In fact... Yeah, 100% of the time you're making the playoffs. <laughs> right. And it wasn't like it wasn't like they were battling for like seed or anything. It was like, oh, we we want to avoid this team or we want to get the number 1 seed in the playoffs. They were just trying to make the playoffs. And I I was really I was really struggling to figure out, you guys have lost two games. How are you already I didn't I don't know. It was yeah, and, it was really odd. And so obviously <laughs> they have a bye week, right? They have yeah. a bye week while um uh, while Arnett Mead is playing right, some right. team they need to to, to <laughs> I think I think they 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 had to win their game and then they had to or no, they had to wait Arnett Mead, then they played their last game. Yeah, right? I, think yeah, it, but, I think that but was But the it. thing is, here's exactly. the thing. If they're in the same district with Arnett Mead, why didn't they play the team that Arnett Mead lost to? Nice. That's true. Right? I know why, why didn't they like why didn't they ever yeah. play that team? Yeah. And and, uh, and also, this game is on TV. This Everywhere. game is on TV. <laughs> Again. <laughs> nothing. Not a thing. <laughs> That's not a thing. And apparently they're watching it like outdoor in a trailer, so it's on like over the air TV. Yeah. It's on uh, like NBC or CBS I, or something. No That's idea. Stuff. Yeah. I don't understand. Like the playoff structure is probably the one thing that takes me out of this the Something most. Something tells me it was like the show was kind of a blend of of mid two thousands and eighties when like the actual Friday Night Lights story took yeah. place. Sure, I think it's supposed to be kind of a blend, like yeah. warping of reality. Because yeah, it's two thousand and five or two thousand between two thousand five two thousand seven. I guess is mm-hmm. when this takes place. But also, like you said, like um, they're airing games on TV, no problem. Uh, the TVs aren't that like they look like old TVs too. Yeah, like I'm not saying yeah, everybody they, ha- not everybody had flat screens in, t- in early mid, in the mid 2000s. <laughs> everyone but got like the tube, they, man. They look, they, everyone has a tube. So I was like, <laughs> I'm assuming this is supposed to be like a blend of the eight, the late 80s when uh, Odessa Permian was actually when the story was actually taking place. But they have cell phones, right? Well, like that's yeah. That, yeah, that's the blend. It's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like a mixing of the two, where it's like, yeah. okay, it's supposed to be 2006. But also, we gotta show how crazy this town is. So they gotta probably have this on TV somehow. So it's that's kind of the blending of realities. The, and, and again, to get back to it, the thing that drives me most is that this is an easy. This is an easy miss. Is yeah. what this is. This is one you should make mm-hmm. because 
why don't you just the same thing with when Jason Street was watching the game in in the hospital room? Yeah, just make it the radio. Just make it the radio. Yeah. You've already got the radio announcers yeah. there. Just make it the radio, yep. and then it's it's a hundred percent like oh, I can buy it. But mm-hmm. instead, twice now they've watched a non-playoff, a regular <laughs> season game on television, yeah. and it's it's insane to me. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. Uh, point two. We've beaten that horse oh, to yeah. death, yeah. and we probably will continue to do it. But the. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, no. Anyway, I mean, you know they're going to watch more games on TV. Yeah, this whole I, show. The, yeah, and you know that the playoff structure and all this stuff's never going to make sense. Yes. They're just going to build drama how they give it, build drama. Well, I will forgive them because they had to make an entire season fit into one season. I get it, like an entire yeah. football season. So no, like, no, I could yeah. see, like, you know, they I could. It, it can't. They can't they fit how many? How many games though. are in a state title run? Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, and a, yeah, in a yeah. playoff. In a, yeah, including the playoffs. Yeah. So Galena Park North Shore went sixteen and zero. Right. So I wouldn't, you know, making it. Uh, roughly thirteen, I guess, fourteen no. games in this. I, it doesn't to make it fit in the season. No. Right, I can forgive them. <sighs> right or wrong? If you catch, I think in one of the first twelve episode twelve episode thirteen, the team is practicing, and the cheerleaders are just there, like practicing too, like on the sideline, I like like it's a game, so they're all practicing together. That no, the cheerleaders <laughs> do not practice on the football practice field ever. What I, is that? Yeah. yeah. Normally, normally, and by the way, we know they have a gym. Right. That's right. the thing. We know yeah. they have a gym. So, yeah, there, there's no reason. Usually because neither wants to practice with each other there. Why would yeah. a coach like, let them? Why would yeah. a coach let them? Why would the cheerleading coach like want to be there? Like, like, like he the, needs. The cheer coach would want like, to have their own space. Like, like Eric Taylor trusts Smash Williams to keep his damn mouth shut when the cheerleaders are right <laughs> yeah, there the dude. whole time. Also true. Oh my gosh! <laughs> they just keep giving Smash Williams a microphone. Yeah, we'll a get to that. Microphone. We'll get to that later. <sighs> again. No, I totally agree with you. Like, there's no reason. Like, like everyone's got to get some time on the field. Yeah. The drill team needs time on the field. The band needs time right. on the field. Uh, you know, the uh, the cheerleaders do need time out there on the field. But generally speaking, that's why you schedule things in a way <laughs> that they won't overlap <laughs> because you do kind of need the whole field. Yeah. Yeah. It's I just that that part bugged me. I couldn't take it. All right. I'm quickly moving on. Uh, right or wrong, Jason Street's family suing Eric Taylor. We sort of touched on it last time, but now we know kind of how it all plays out. Uh, Greg. Yeah, I'm going to go with a no here. Uh, generally speaking, you sign some sort of waiver right. whenever you play right. high school football right. that absolves uh, the school and the, especially especially the individual coaches. Right, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. they didn't, of their uh, response. They kind of hinted at it. That it was kind of him, them mostly suing the district, but it always seems to go back to them suing Coach Taylor personally. Right, right. But I was like, I, don't, I was like, wouldn't if this were to happen, they would sue the district, correct? And not necessarily, yeah, because I don't know. They they talked about it where it was like, oh, you know, we're suing the district, but every time it always goes back to Coach Taylor individually, and like he's the one personally doing the yeah the. the Interacting with the lawyers and stuff like that, and I was like, "That's not. That's definitely not how it would work." Y'all, if we can get political here for a moment, oh. teachers' unions do exist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and Eric Taylor is a state employee. He would never be individually sued yeah. by a by a, a player for negligence or whatever they're alleging. Um, mm. Yeah, I I was absolutely baffled by that. And then, by the way. Let's just talk about Jason Street just going rogue and completely <laughs> ignoring his lawyer's advice and saying, actually, here's a number I will scribble on a piece of paper and pass <laughs> okay, it. Okay, this, is, this the money, is the money I want. Is, <laughs> and can we talk about that number for a second? Because the number is like, this will take care of, you won't lose the house. Take this, care of the debt. This will take care of the debt. That's probably, That's probably a, a lot of money. <laughs> number. 
and and everyone's just kind of like, where where does Eric Taylor get this money? Yeah, Coach Taylor's like, like how oh, is that's, he? That's reasonable. That's there's well, no he's way he's got a job at TMU, man. He's <laughs> well, breaking in the dough. Yeah, but this is kind of right before that, yeah. Yeah. so it's like I'm sure he will be able to pay it, but it is sort of like <laughs> everyone's just fine with it. They like they ah. he should have scribbled down. It's like this is this is the money that would take care of. Him. Yeah, and then Taylor looks at him, he's like, what? Oh my god! Like <laughs> 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 he's like, oh god, no! Like his eyes pop out, yeah. like whoa, whoa. yeah. <laughs> And He's like, you're a lunatic, son. I'll, I'll see you in court. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, this one, I think they got pretty, pretty dang right. Right or wrong, the way Coach Taylor hang- handles Smash's steroids problem. Ish. Uh, I think from a rules perspective, he basically says, if I turn him in, his football career is over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I don't and we get caught, we're all hosed. Yep. Yes. Pretty accurate. Yeah, I think, yeah, there are coaches that are willing to. They don't. They don't want to ruin a kid's life. Right. Yeah. Like they right. really. He realized the pressure that he was under. They realized. He realized the pressure he put on himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether whether it was right for him to put that much pressure for the future of his family on. You know, uh, whether he was right for him to put the future of his family on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Right. That's one thing. But he he realized that he did, and he felt that kind of pressure, and so, obviously, he made a drastic call to take steroids in the first place and i can see coaches you know kid makes a mistake that he's not going to ruin the kid's life i yeah right? it wasn't it wasn't done maliciously yes right I, I didn't, it wasn't and like it wasn't like his defensive player who fought an innocent kid right yeah beat up I, an innocent kid i would bet that that has happened before yeah. is that a coach will say look you screwed up but we're going to keep this in house mm-hmm. and we're going to make sure that we handle this from our own perspective and i will I, keep a checks and balances that's exactly with you right yeah you and i um, you know, knowing full well that, that the coach is probably willing to take that risk. So, yeah, that actually played pretty realistic to me, is yeah. that I thought, okay, that does seem like what a coach would do when faced with that situation, uh, is say, no, we're going to take the risk that we're going to be able to keep this quiet, and, you know, so far so good. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, but when we got to the end of the season, he hadn't been caught with steroids quite yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. This is a throwaway line. It's a total throwaway line, but I, I had to make this a right or wrong. It, when blessed boy Timmy Riggins goes back to meet his dad, he's, they're driving in the truck, and he's like talking. He's like, "Oh, what do you think about the Cowboys?" And his dad goes, "The Cowboys? Oh man, I think I'm going to become a Saints fan." Right or wrong? How many Cowboys fans became uh, Saints fans in the last decade? Uh, almost none. Uh, oh no, man! What? What? This, this is 2006. This is when the Saints were getting good. Yeah, man. And this is when the Cowboy. What this Dude, is? I don't know. This I'm was telling I think, you. I think, Cowboys fans. I want to say this was deep. Romo drops the snap like yeah. around that time. Oh yeah. And this so it's like I could see Cowboys, like some jump yeah. in ship, man. Cowboys, especially fans, Sean Payton too, for sure. former coordinator. They're mm-hmm. like, look what's I cooking over there. Man. What? Oh, I don't think they run deep, but they happened. are bandwagon fans, man. There are a lot of them. I think it happened. I don't think it happened. I don't want to say a lot of them, but I want to say there were some where it's like, you know what, the Saints are fun, man. They got uh, Reggie Bush. They got I, Drew Brees I now. think I think Tepper. I think you no, gravely underestimate the number of bandwagon. I don't want to say fans. in Dallas that happened. Yeah, across the state. Uh, they, uh, East you know Texas, what? They pulled some. They pulled I can get away with. So you're saying the they're pulling like a Trill Ballins, they're and pulling, they're like <laughs> right. they're, they're rooting for the Warriors and Duke <laughs> right. and and all of them. Right. They're I, telling I, you. D- did it happen somewhere? Yes. Yeah. Was it widespread? <laughs> oh, I would say no. You're. 
full of crap. <laughs> full of crap. There's no. I'm telling you. I'm gonna you. stick up for Cowboys. I will say it was hyperactive in both ways. There were some I think that defected, and then some that just really just started to hate the Saints. Like That's the Saints right, weren't yeah. on anybody's radar when right. they were Cowboys fans, and then they right. got good. And with Sean Payton, it was like, oh god. All right, I hate the Saints. They're yeah. one of the like. It seems like the Eagles, Giants, and Saints are like Cowboys hate. Anyway, we're getting off on an NFL tangent, but That's fine. I do think it's partially true. I think it's definitely true. Right or wrong, the powder puff game being during the danged state playoffs. No, 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 no. And the players coaching it during the danged Not state just. playoffs. I will say that was a nice touch. Yeah, the coaches, <laughs> the, the, that is definitely It's a nice touch. It's, it's a great, it. yeah. great storyline, but this game happens in the spring. Absolutely. It doesn't just happen not only during the playoffs. It doesn't happen during the football season. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many things that happen during the football season in Dillon, Texas, yeah. that are so superfluous. <laughs> for example, <laughs> for example, they're about to play in a state uh, semifinal. Yeah. And they have a roast? Yeah. <laughs> Before the, the game? The football banquet is before the season's over? What? Yeah. what? <laughs> Who has a banquet before the season's over? Yeah. There's so much super superfluous crap that goes on during the football season. I guarantee you that Texas high school football coaches, if they were faced with this amount of crap, yeah. they would start saying, no, we're going to start focusing on, I don't know, football? <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so, so bizarre. I just, I don't know. It was, it was very, very odd. I had to throw that one in yeah. there. All right. This one. Right or wrong? I think I think a lot of people watch this who maybe aren't familiar. They mm -hmm. kind of roll their eyes and go, "Oh come on, kids would never do this." Right? Players threatening a walkout in the middle of the season. Right or wrong? I would say. <sighs> Look, it doesn't happen every year, no, right. but this has happened. This has happened. This has happened. I would say that the only thing that makes this a little bit like feel weird is that this is a winning team that's playing in the playoffs mm -hmm. and yeah. generally speaking that seems to be a salve over over most of those right yeah yeah typically this is something that happens week three or something yes. like it's boiling right. over from fall camp mm -hmm. uh something an incident happens early in the, really early in the season mm -hmm. and yep. it, yeah it boils over before really like the middle to end of district is when things start to cause things start to get serious. Right? Yes. They need to win. We need to get in the playoffs. You need to, yeah. And so by that time, you're kind of settled as a team. But until then, there's still some animosity. There's still some players that may not get along or relationships that might not be smooth. So I, I'd say, that, yeah, this is definitely an early season thing. Yeah. The, the walkout is believable. Right. Yeah. The timing of the walkout makes me a little bit like, oh, I don't know right. about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have uh, covered a walkout. Uh, it was week six or seven, mm -hmm. and that team went on to win the state championship in 2007. Well, how about that? There you go. You can catch all the details in my book, Drive for Five, at, at ltfootballbook.com. Is that the whole point of this? No. Plug. Is this, is this, no, is this why we're doing this? Well, is this why we're watching this show? The plug, so you plug your book? The plug is not why. The plug is not why. But I knew from experience that it does happen, yeah. right? And I could see people being uh, very skeptical. Of and it other. sometimes works to bring a team but, together. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but right. to your point, yeah. It is. It happened in week six or seven. Right, it didn't right. Happen. You were dead on. I don't. I don't see this happening before a state semifinal or whatever right. they were saying it was state. Uh, I can't remember. Um, this is a thing that's come up uh, a couple times in reference that just doesn't seem. I mean, obviously, is wrong. Mm -hmm. We're just. I mean, right off the bat, right or wrong, how a coach's salary is paid and who makes the decisions about the coaching staff. I want to point to two two instances in all of this. Basically, Buddy Garrity, the head booster, right. 
says, you know, you got to fire the assistant coach. We voted on it. The booster club voted on it, and the assistant <laughs> coach has got to go. <laughs> and then later on says, uh, you know, uh, we pay your salary. Yeah. The boosters pay your salary. All, you know, uh, ad, sales, ad sales and the boosters pay your salary. Okay, yeah, I missed that part because I was like, was he meaning the, the, the people of the town? or no. is it, Okay, okay, he no. said ad sales. Okay, that's Basically cool. saying nope. that the booster club <laughs> is in charge of pers- staff personnel. That is a successful booster club, and, let's just say, and, first of all. <laughs> yeah, and, and the funding of those salaries for no. government employees, Correct. which they are specifically called at different points in the episode as Correct. well. Yeah. That's what's crazy about yeah. it, is that they're trying to play both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there is there there's a, a very small kernel of truth in this in that booster clubs can offer the coach a little bit of extra mm-hmm. in the sense that for example it's not rare for a coach to like get a good deal on a car right. or something like that right. especially if, from somebody like a buddy garrity right yeah. if buddy garrity were going to yeah. say hey i'm going to pull your car note if mm-hmm. you don't fire the coaching the, the coach i would buy that but he's still making his eighty thousand dollars <laughs> or whatever he yeah. is at, you know right. from the school district which is where he gets the majority of his money so yeah, yeah the, the school district that was really is, is who pays him yeah. not buddy garrity <laughs> and the the booster club this isn't some yeah. volunteer organization also like the uh the whole scenario where uh buddies like s- they're slipping money in the players lockers that was stuff. really weird the timing makes no sense <laughs> why yeah like, before state go win state here's yeah. some money yeah. like give them the money after, after they win state. state yeah they never brought it up again have a scandal yeah. after yeah it's just like oh saracen who gave you that money oh i just found it he's like oh it's buddy garrity and then like he talks to him and like Buddy Garrity kind of gives him a, a, a thank you, you're a good man, yeah. you know, good luck at college, and that's kind of it. It was so bizarre. <laughs> I it wasn't like <laughs> – It was just like, hey, hey, buddy. You're like, I, you I you, say, you buddy, tried hey, to man, pay my quarterback. Here's, here's $200. <laughs> right. There you go. See ya. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, a what lot. Did, what did Buddy Garrity want in exchange for that? I I don't even I know. That's like I said. We're w- if you want to pay them, like, I don't know. Though. Thank you for winning state. Here's five hundred dollars. Right. Okay. Like, he just left it in his locker, and like apparently he didn't know who it was. Sarah yeah. was just like, "Oh, someone just left this in my locker." I don't. Yeah. There's there's two hundred dollars. I. I don't <laughs> That's really know. nice, but I don't. <sighs> All right. Uh, <laughs> past the rights and wrongs. Memorable Ooh, moment. I do want to. Oh, okay, I, do wanna, I have one more that All wasn't right. on the list. Actually. Okay. Okay. Uh, I believe it was against Royal Rock, which is. Uh, <laughs> Round Rock, but, Rock. We'll um, he lets right or wrong. He lets Matt Saracen. He goes with Matt Saracen's game plan. That Matt Saracen was scouting that week. He notices some holes in the defense. That uh, was against the crucial, Stony Point team. Oh, the Stony Point. There yeah, you go. There you go. Safety sit back. Their safety yeah. sat back, and yeah. they he, they yeah. later revealed that it's because okay. of the fastest safeties yeah. in the in the state or country, or whatever. And he kind of lets Matt Saracen on the last play run with his game plan. He basically calls the play at the end and. You know, right or wrong. Here is what is crazy about this. Mm -hmm. Is that you have a guy in Matt Saracen who appears to be developing football mind. He's not a genius by any mind, but he's studying a lot of film. Mm -hmm. And he comes to you Mm -hmm. and he says, hey, here's a weakness from the team. And yours is like, and your response to that is like, go away. (laughs) I've got my own. Like he wouldn't encourage him. Right, right. You may not, you may not like. Take the lesson right away. Like you may not, not be, be like, like this is this game is now plan the game plan. A, yeah, but you'd be like, wow, you're doing your homework. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about this. Coach Taylor's inability to put his team in the best position to win 
consistently yeah. is is baffling. Yeah. It really is. Like I have no doubt that he's a good X's and O's coach and he's yeah. a good motivator, but at the same time, he makes some absolutely stunning decisions yeah. that don't put his team in a position to win. Yeah. I will say the decision at the end cuz he does in, in the end he does give Saracen the chance to yes. implement his game plan. That's true. That happens. Yeah. Like coaches look yeah. at their quarterback and it's like, yeah. "What do you see?" And it's like, yeah. "I see this. I can yes. I can yeah, can you hit this pass? I can hit it." And like, yeah. "Okay, cool. Boom." Cuz yeah. that was kind of the thing was he could hit him with a slant over the middle, but the safeties were so quick that they could get there. And he's like, can you hit that pass? He's like, oh, I can hit it. Yeah. And they put the game in their hands. A lot of times that that, that'll happen at halftime. A lot, that's right. those conversations that are happening in the locker room yeah. is, yeah. what are you seeing out there? Mm-hmm. And then the coach will say, this is what I'm seeing from the sideline. And then yeah. maybe the, whoever is up in the booth is saying, this is what I'm seeing from on top. Let's come together and figure out how we can best make these adjustments. That's what those halftime adjustments really are. Right. To do it on the last play is very odd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Finally, all right, we're getting our butts kicked. We got one more chance. Yeah. <laughs> Saracen, what were you saying the other day before we yeah. interrupted you? <laughs> yeah, we're getting killed. <laughs> right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's right. Yeah. But the ends didn't exactly justify the means of the story. Right, right. It's very confusing. But neither here. That's a good, that's a good addition. I like that one. Okay. That is, Can good. I add one more? Yeah, yeah, go for it. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Hey, guys. Right or wrong? Playoff games are usually on your home field, and everything <laughs> you just get to, to to host them. Every playoff yeah. game, you yeah. don't play a, you don't play a playoff game away from your yeah. home until you play a Texas stadium. Yeah. Right or wrong, guys? Wrong. Yeah. No neutral sites in this. No in this playoffs at all, guys. Yeah. At almost every Texas high school football playoff game is played on a neutral site yeah. that the coaches will come together. Now, there are instances in which coaches will flip for home field advantage. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, especially deep in the playoffs, they're flipping for if you're if it's a Houston team playing an Austin team. Yeah. Then the Austin team will say our home field will be DKR, the Texas wherever Texas plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Houston team will say ours is our home team will be NRG. We'll play it at at, at, at um We'll play it at, at where the Texans play. And then they flip the coin. There is a way to do that. The idea of flipping for home field advantage in a state semifinal <laughs> to play at home, no coach would agree to that. Yeah. No, like you have to come to an agreement even before you flip the coin. Yeah. Yeah. And no coach, like they would just run that up to the UIL and say, no, I'm not going to go play at your home field. By the way, his makeshift home field. And <laughs> then, yeah. Because they, and make, then yeah. they have the train derailment yeah. and they decide oh you know where the best place for us to play is since we have lose a, our home field we have got this amazing home field advantage that we suddenly can't use yeah. is we're going to play not at this beautiful stadium that happens to be a little bit closer to Brandt <laughs> instead we're going to play in a cow pasture yeah. that we spent thousands of dollars renovating yep. as opposed to going to a place that might be a little bit closer to Brandt yeah which, if we oh my gosh, while we're on this subject, yeah. we've essentially established that I think, based on the geography, little notes that come from this, that Dylan is essentially San Angelo, right? Or slightly east of San Angelo, yeah, because they they talk about like Austin's two hours away, Dallas is four yeah. hours away, right? Yeah, yeah. Dallas yeah. four hours away, he, uh, Austin's two hours away. They so stop, if you go a little east of San, Angelo, yeah, they stop at they stop at Stonehenge two, Stonehenge two, which is, is kind of west way. of Kerrville. Uh, right. Maybe not northwest enough to be San Angelo, but it's kind of that area. area. Right. I think you're right. In between now, Mason and Google San Maps, Angelo. Google Maps says it's four hours and seven minutes from San Angelo right. to Dallas. So that checks out. I think that I think that we somewhere between Mason and San Angelo. Yeah. So that all now that the reason this ties in is the stadium that they were trying to agree to was the Palace on Parmer. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is 
pretty and Brant is Brian, right? Yes. Which is basically College Station. Yeah, that's a neutral site. That's a super <laughs> neutral. That's a neutral, site. neutral site based <laughs> on the new like. <laughs> he may be right. It's like twenty miles closer, but we're talking about like a uh, hundred and forty miles each way to yeah. the state. Like it's a very neutral site. Yeah. No, uh, that, that was the the just idea that they, they had they had so many playoff games at home yeah. is just staggering to yeah. me. Yeah. It does happen every yeah. once in a while, but not when you get deep in the playoffs because coaches right. start saying, "No, we're not going to flip for home and home, right. like true home and home." Mm-hmm. Right. Simply because there's a fifty percent chance you have to go to their place. Yeah. And and the other thing is, and, and I understand that like, so so another thing we have to r- recognize here mm-hmm. is. Apparently, Coach Taylor has the all has every bit of authority to make the decision on where this game is played. Mm-hmm. So he is head coach and athletic director. Mm-hmm. That is what he is. He, right. he would have to be in order to, to wield that kind of power. But he's not the only one who's making these decisions. Right. Like he's got a boss too. Yeah, and, and it's not Buddy Garrity. And it's not Buddy Garrity. <laughs> it's it's a superintendent of some kind. Yeah, um, he does have a boss. And so the idea of, of just saying, oh, you know what? No, we're going to play in this cow pasture. Um, <laughs> Which, well, f- a fun story. A fun That's story, super- and I get it, yeah. but like. That's when superintendent and, comes in and is like, excuse and, me. <laughs> and you better believe, by the way, you better believe that um, they're playing Brant. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Brant would have filed protest immediately. Oh, God. Yeah. And said, nope, I'll this say, is a, a travesty. Made yeah. for a cool scene. You know, everyone's yeah. in the rain. Oh, the mud yeah. and the flying yeah. everywhere. And was, right. you know, the episode's called the mud bowl. So, like, right. it, it looked great. Would never happen, but it looked great, <laughs> and so oh of course that's gosh. what you do for the drama. And and you spend thousands of dollars renovating this this this. Stadium. Oh, it just turns to crap immediately. Thousands yeah. of dollars <laughs> uh, to paint the lines, to get the yeah. scoreboard out there, to get lights out there, to yeah. do all this fun stuff. And it's just a mud pit. And and you and, and your superintendent's like cool with this. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a lot. All right, memorable moments. We'd have to start with the Mac McGill oh, God. racism scandal. Now, we're going to get to a lot of things. I think, number one, we all agree we're glad they tried to tackle this topic. Sure. And in general, while I don't – I think we're all sort of annoyed at how it ended, mm-hmm. I also think that might be how it would actually end, which is kind of the point, Fair. too. I was thinking about that. We'll get to that in a second. Yep. Um, number one, this all starts. This all starts <laughs> because after a game, the offensive coordinator has just got, like – Multiple reporters <laughs> chatting him up and trying to get him to say racist things. I will say, I think, because I think Taylor was in his office. I've seen that happen to where, not usually right. after a game, but I've seen like, hey, McGill, talk to them. Yeah. I got to do something. Yep. Right. Yep. And for for, his, for all intents and purposes, McGill is almost head, uh, he's assistant head coach assistant probably. Head coach. And so Fixture I the could community. see. Right, years right, or picture something. Picture the community. Yeah, so yep, it's like, ah, yep. oh, he's got it. No big deal. Right. He'll give them what yep. they want. And so I could see him being in that scenario in the first place. Right. But, yeah, here comes the that prodding media we talked about in the first episode. Oh where it's just like they're just baiting him into racist things. By the way, Victor Diaz. Yeah. A <laughs> real, a real reporter. Trying to prod him into racist answers. Sir, yeah. you are not nice. <laughs> so, Love you, Victor. So the they have, this, first of all, an offensive coordinator. This is post-game, by the way. Yeah, this yeah. This is post-game. Yeah, yeah that's true. A scrum. Um, so we've all been on beats before. Yeah. Like, and we've all been doing game like post-game stuff. Um, how many times in a post game yeah. mm-hmm. have you ever gone and talked to a coordinator? Never. I did it uh, once because it, uh, the game-winning play was such a crazy call. 
Ah, uh, fair enough. It was a, there was a, it was like a double yeah. reverse pass in like call? the final right, thirty right, seconds. Right, right. right. So anyway, that that was the only scenario. It was spe- special. I but only do it mm-hmm. when I'm trying to bait the person into Correct. saying something yes. racist. You're just like, <laughs> you're just like, come on. <laughs> you know, you want to say something about how white quarterbacks are smart, yeah. right? I will say, no disrespect, but all disrespect to the fellow members of the Texas High School Football Media Mafia, as they love to be called. None of them are asking these questions. No, no like these absolutely are These not. are NFL reporter-level questions right. with an intensity no. meant for the front page of ESPN and the New York Times. Yeah. The San Angelo Standard or whatever is going on out here or the Dylan – Daily Herald, or how is, about when uh, in state when they're asking him about the job? The job. He's like, uh, uh, I'm not talking on, about that. He's I like, you s- didn't answer my question. It's like yeah. no one's no, no one's, one's doing do that. <laughs> no, I, bless them all. White House us. press corps media. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, there is there yeah. is not this level of interrogation. Yeah, no, there's not. And and, and that's by the <laughs> way, shout out to for all the people who our high school football insider Matt Step breaks a lot of coaching news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and a lot of people get upset with him sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because he will tease things right. because he'll say, oh, I'm hearing that uh, Johnson High School is going to hire a DFW area head coach. And he won't say the name. Yeah. Now you understand why. Yeah. The reason he won't <laughs> is because you don't want kids finding out their, uh, th- that their coach is leaving through the media. That's yeah. not the media's job. Yeah. It's the, coach, the coach deserves that opportunity. It's a courtesy and so, to the coach. And, so and, I also, say, and also, like he could not get the job. Yes. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, he just burned a source. Yeah. And so it's like exactly. it's, be, it's a common courtesy to coaches to not put them in, so, in those situations. Yes. So. yes, to say, hey, I'm going to tell my kids at noon. So if you, you'll hear that all the time from Steph. Right. He's like, he's telling his kids at noon so I can tweet it at 1230. Right. Something like that. And, and that's the common courtesy that you'll see. We are, we are monsters in the media, <laughs> but we're not that much of monsters no. right. is what I'm saying. Uh, okay, now that we've got the technical aspects of this out of the way, the two white guys in the room are going to step out of the way <laughs> while Ishmael <laughs> Ishmael analyzes how they handled this. This is a ver- oh Greg just going far away. <laughs> this is a very 2018-19 episode or story right. with a very 2006 ending. Right. Um I like that they tackled it. I like yeah. that Smash you can come back Greg. Um <laughs> I like that Smash Williams kind of took up the onus as the leader of the team as uh, the <laughs> leader of the uh, of the the, the mm-hmm. black players on the team as mm-hmm. well, staging that walkout, taking responsibility, and I thought that was handled well. I thought it was handled well, literally up until the end. <laughs> yeah. I thought yeah. that the decision that do smash going through this uh, this revelation of. Because originally he was just going to play. He's like, oh, yeah. it's just how coach is. Let's yeah. go. Right. And uh, Waverly, his girlfriend, was like, no, that's really racist. And yeah. like, yeah, yeah, he's right. super racist. Like, yeah. you shouldn't be playing for this guy. And so after having that revelation for him saying that, okay, maybe I shouldn't be playing for this guy. Maybe I should be standing up for something. Um, showing him, because he showed no remorse either in his apology. Right. And so showing that that has consequences in that way of staging a walkout and staging something mm-hmm. a little bit bigger than himself um, and bigger than football that was a very modern way of doing that, right? It was something that I was kind of shocked to see from a TV show about 10 years ago right. where it was probably jumbled a little bit looser and he probably would have, uh, I don't know. I, it was Like I said, it was a very modern take on it. The ending is where it fumbled for me yeah. because Tim Riggins this whole time <laughs> shows no remorse to any of the black players. Oh, yeah. Basically says, what are they crying about? 
Yeah. And then gets in a fight on their behalf, and then it's all solved. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, okay, was he getting in a fight because that was just his teammate? Or was he right. like, oh, this dude's being a racist to my teammate? Right. And I think it was the former, not the latter. Right. <laughs> but and it's kind of like we talked about. It gets his, his – React his like redemptive arc is only further redeemed by the fact that it ha- at least it happened in public. Right, like he did something publicly to, he didn't, f- to yeah, defend he didn't his black like, teammate. It wasn't like if this would have been like Tim Riggins walks out the practice before the game. Right, Tim Riggins walks out. He's like, they're not playing. I'm not either. Right, yeah, I'm out. I would have yeah. that. Right, that would have yeah. been something like, oh, okay, he's standing up right. in private to just his team and his coaches. Yeah. And he's doing something right. that's really effective, right? And yeah. showing like showing solidarity. Yeah. He just kind of fought somebody on the field. Yeah. I did, also, yeah. I didn't like how Smash and them just came back to the team, but I, I understood where that had to go. Like they they were all risking right. their future. They didn't want to compromise their own future. Right. Um, it's not a satisfying ending. No. Right. But like I was kind of saying before, it kind of a realistic. It so kind of yeah, yeah. It's kind of a realistic ending. And the more I thought about it, the McGill the ending with McGill bugged me at first. Yeah. I'm more okay with it. Can okay. I, the I Riggins can, one still bothers me, but the McGill ending, I'm more okay with it because he basically Smash said, well, "Like, like I don't like you, but we have to tolerate right. each other, so yeah. we're going to tolerate. We're each going other. to tolerate each other." And uh, for somebody of that, he he did a good job of hammering home his his own upbringing and saying, "Like this is just how we talked," and like this is I'm sorry, like I know I'm just, I'm right. trying myself, right. and so for him. At the end, saying I made a mistake, or they made a mistake, just like I did uh, about the the cops mm-hmm. that pulled him over. I could see that in his own words, being an apology. An apology, right? Yeah. It's not satisfying, but again, he's all, it all. They also did a good job of saying that he's trying this. It's new to him. Right. He's not very good at it. And apologizing. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> and so that, to me, that was more authentic than his actual phoned in apology. Yeah. The other thing. The formally. other thing for me is, I feel like. Taylor should have accepted the resignation. Yeah. So this that is was, the, that other, was this the other thing. That, this yeah. is the other low-key kind of thing here. Like he I just says, he's, yeah, he's staying. He's kind of a politician, obviously. <laughs> right. Yeah. Coaches have, you to, have be. to be. But this episode, he's kind of a coward. Like, he just Oh, he definitely got some coward. You know, and they and sure. it's a tough uh, – there's a lot going on here, and right. he's battling a lot of things, as we've talked about in the previous episode, uh, as a – as a coach, you're trying to serve a lot of different people with a lot of different viewpoints, mm-hmm. right? But th- it sort of just paints this whole, I don't really want to make a decision. Yeah, that's exactly I don't yeah. want to make a decision. Right. Well, buddy, <laughs> you know. Now, he, you in, at the end of the day, at talks. the end of the day, he does. And I think when he makes that decision, you're sort of hoping, mm-hmm. oh, he's got an idea of where, he, where this is headed. Sure. Like, oh, I'm going to make everyone learn to get along or something. But that's not really what happens. It's no. just sort of like. Uh, we're all just uncomfortably back together because we have to be. Yeah, and you don't have to be. Yeah, and it's you can just like kinda, uh, is yeah. Mac? Uh, am I to believe that Mac McGill is the glue that holds this program it's together? Cer- he certainly doesn't seem that way in any of the upper episodes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I just I don't know. I, I I thought that you had a perfect get out jail free card, and as soon as he walks in, and he lays down that letter of resignation. I go, okay, cool. That's he settled. walks out on his own terms. That's settled. He, yeah, exactly. and you don't have to be the bad guy. You can say I accepted Mac McGill's resignation. We're sorry to see him go, but I understand why he did it and you move on mm-hmm. instead he lets the distraction linger yeah <laughs> again yeah. a coach who does not put his team in the best position to win <laughs> yep anyway uh let's move on to something a little lighter i'm gonna love <laughs> these comments which is YouTube hilarious page. yeah oh it's gonna be great uh 
Buddy Garrity gets caught adulterin. Again. A- uh, apparently again. Again, yeah. apparently. <laughs> and his solution is he's going to crash at Coach Taylor's house? I thought that uh, This guy is a booster. Runs I, yeah. a car dealership. <laughs> certainly has money. Yep. Not s- eventually does stay at a hotel when he can't stand living at the Taylor's house anymore. Right. But his first choice is I'm going to live with the Taylor's. Well, I, uh, what? I, <laughs> here's why I believe that. It's because Buddy Garrity literally breathes Panther football, Ugh. and he probably thinks Eric Taylor is his best friend in the world. Now, here, you and are so, he so was right. Like, and so he's like, are, I'm going to crash at my buddy's you place. Hit the, you <laughs> hit the nail on the head. Is that this is, a, um, this is an unbalanced relationship. <laughs> right. In the sense <laughs> that way putting it. Coach Taylor views dealing with Buddy Garrity as a necessity. Part he of the job. He views it as something that I have to do as part of my job. I have to deal with him. I think in a vacuum, if they had no other, like if they were just two guys who lived in town, they would not interact. Mm-hmm. Right. But they are forced together that point. Buddy Garrity believes that he has purchased the friendship of the coach. Yeah. And as a result, he gets to stay at his house. And if you're Coach Taylor, like I, I, I think that he would say yes to that because, you know, he's kind of... Powerful booster. <laughs> but he's not friends with him. Right. So I actually found this to be particularly realistic yeah. that I could absolutely see this <laughs> happening in the sense that Buddy Garrity believes that he has bought a friend. And Coach Taylor is looking at him and you are, you are like, you are a constituent and I need to deal with you in that perfect way. Mm-hmm. But in order to keep you happy, I will do this until my wife wants to wring my neck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The rally girls. Right? Oh, God. They're... Uh, First of all, terrible, represent, terrible representation of rally girls. Uh, right, like that's they are, very they're they're offensive a, representation. They're, of they're rally very girls. scantily clad teenage girls who kidnap people and take them to hot tub parties with beer and then take pictures everywhere. This is definitely a pre-Facebook movie, by the way. Right, pre-social media. Can I have the single camp for a moment? Yes, here mm. you go. Hi, I'm Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's <laughs> Texas Football, speaking to you on behalf of Rally Girls, <laughs> because Rally Girls are not these just women running around haughtily, uh, uh, scantily clad, kidnapping men and drinking beer and all this seducing them chicanery rally girls are an important part of the Texas high school football landscape uh, that treat themselves with a pretty good amount of (laughs) self-respect and aren't out there just throwing their dignity to the wind just because the sophomore starting QB1 has walked by. So on behalf of the Texas high school football world, I would like to apologize to rally girls everywhere for this absolutely terrible representation of you. Perfect. It's ridiculous. That's perfect. That's exactly where I wanted to go with this and and the fact that this is clearly the pre-social media age. Um, I don't know if you guys caught this. He's uh, Coach Taylor's on the way to work with the uh, with his wife and daughter one day, and they're listening to the therapist. Oh, and he's like, "Why can't we listen to Sammy Mead? This man is obsessed <laughs> with the twenty four hour radio me. show devoted to his football program." Dude, that dude definitely has at this point Google alerts were still a thing. He definitely has a Google alert <laughs> Eric for Taylor. his name. Eric oh Taylor, my Dylan. Yes. Goodness, he has a Twitter. He has a Twitter search for his. Oh, name. by the way, can we talk about how funny that that TV show is? The Eric Taylor oh, show. Oh gosh. It's oh, like okay. that he hosts himself. He hosts yeah. himself? <laughs> like, yeah. no, oh my gosh. Yeah. How is there not like 
Put Buddy Garrity up there. Yeah. Right. Let Buddy Garrity ask yeah. the questions. He's begging put for Sammy your time. Mead? Put Sammy Mead. Why yeah. is Sammy Mead right. hosting the show? Put somebody on there. Yeah. Instead, you're asking a, a football coach, like, go watch any coach's show at the college level. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. all with a host that does radio. It is. Yeah. It, it, it's you're the coach, and I'm the guy whose job it is to tee you up. Yeah. Because that's not yeah. – <laughs> I love that production. Oh, uh, my just gosh. look at just some plays. Ask him, ask him questions. What a – Horrifying television yeah. show. Yeah. Who would watch that? Yeah. Have you seen how awkward Matt Saracen is? Oh. Who wants him hosting a show? Uh, 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 coach, hey, I hey, just want to know: Is Smash Williams going to play this weekend? Oh yeah, yeah dude, <laughs> I am freaking sorry. First of all, the first that, that was, was great. That was a great line. Asked. That was a great line. It was awesome. The first question he asked is about a decision on game planning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that why would you like? You're supposed to be. Do on you have it. no yeah. common sense? Yeah. Even if he is going to play or isn't going to play, why right. would you throw this out there for the opponent to go right. play it for? Yeah, you're a terrible QB one, uh, not Saracen. He's still learning. He's still learning. I like we're going back to the uh, we built a football field thing, and he's trying to talk. They're they're meeting at the cow pasture with mm -hmm. everyone. There is a gaggle of media. What? <laughs> Okay. And and during the meeting, this is the in front of the media, Taylor and the other coach are openly trash talking. Like we'll right. whip you up and down the field. None of this is no, <laughs> absolutely not. What? The other thing I would appreciate it, coach. Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm into it. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> phones work. Do you know where the majority of negotiations for where to play a game happen? No. Over the phone, most coaches these days, and I understand that, that again, we're, we're in this kind of weird time warp where it's between 1980 and 2006. Mm -hmm. um, most coaches at this point in 2019 will negotiate via text. Yeah. They'll just be like, hey, I'm thinking we play at the Barry Center. What mm -hmm. do you think? And they'll say, cool, sounds good. I'll, I'll make the call. Stuff like that. That's how it happens. It, it doesn't happen that you just show up at a cow patch and go, well, I never, <laughs> I, I don't. And by the way, do these coaches hate each other? I, just, I don't know. I mean, like he makes a comment when he know. sees the interview with him on TV before. Yeah, he's like, ah, he's full of crap. This Turn is before the mud bowl, yeah, right? Yeah, yes. before the mud well, bowl. Well, I mean, they kind of, they kind of. I, I don't know. It, during they got like, attitudes, but well, I think at the end they're kind I of mean, cordial because, like, when the refs want to call off the game, we're like, we want to keep going. It's like we do too, coach, and like, they shake hands and like. Yeah. They, yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe they're just fire guys. Should be. I was originally at the, during this game. I don't know if you guys noticed this. This. Bug me at first, but I'm going to let it go because of the conditions. Uh, Brant goes up eight nothing. Mm -hmm. Dylan scores, and he always well, go for two. Go for two. This is before halftime, and I'm thinking, yeah, why, why are you going for? Why two? Why not go for two all the time? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> burn it down now. football. We yeah. know. We know here at Dave Campbell Sex Football. I'm the number one advocate for burn it down football, so yep. I'm here for that. But I was a little confused. But then I thought about it. You're not kicking. A, you're not kicking. Kicking. Oh, in that, be a yeah, you're not, you're not kicking in that world. In a vacuum. In a vacuum. It's a weird happen. decision. You're, you're not chasing points. I'm, I think early. it's forgiven because of the weather conditions. Yeah. So I, I decided to let it go. All right, moving on to spotted. Unless you guys have other memorable moments you want to bring up. Mm, can we talk about how um, Tim Riggins is apparently statutorily raped? Uh, yeah. I can't remember if that's coming up. Yeah, that is a. Well, uh, that was. I was going to say under who's the worst? His neighbor. <laughs> Guys, though we don't actually know that Tim Riggins oh. is not like nineteen. Okay, that's the all other, right. That, that's okay. because that's apparently right. we are we are, we are warned. Now you we have not researched ahead, but we are warned that in the future we will be told that Riggins is much older than everyone else, and we will be aware of that. Right. Okay. But I don't have not made that clear but, so far. But I know where Tepper's going to go with this now, so I'll let him have it. If he takes one snap next season, <laughs> then that's statutory rape. <laughs> 
I don't know. I Apparently, don't, he's there's a no lot. way he's 18. It's he I'm might just, be 18. I'm just saying, I the way that people he have explained it to me, he may already be 18. Still, he might be 18. I mean, not, I'm not okay. So he's going. To, so you're it. saying he's it's, going to suit up as a 19 year old? I'm maybe it has happened. It has happened. Maybe. Things like that have happened. We're going to cut one. him open and count the rings? <laughs> number one. <laughs> but Maybe. number two, I, I'm going to defend your point with the fact that he gets okay. annihilated in that bar fight, and they come rescue him out of it, and they're like, he's just a kid. Yes. If he's just a kid in a bar fight, he yeah. probably should. the, the neighbor should probably not be. At, up at, at best, the best possible explanation, like the most generous possible explanation, she at least did not ask how old he is. Right. At but she knows least. he's on she the high school football team. She knows he's on the high school team. football team, though. She knows he's on the high school yeah. football team. Yeah. She knows that's that. Still, nope. That's nope. Right. Nope. Nope. Anyway. Nope. Spotted. Makes me really tough. The Dunstan Valley Cardinals are actually the Del Valley yes. Cardinals. Which, uh, by the way, I like that uh, if you know the demographics of Del Valley, the fact that they were the all-white school is pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently a very racist. A very, so, ra- a very racist. Kind of fascinating the way they shot it because I don't know if you noticed as well when they get pulled over, they're mm-hmm. outside the airport, which is over by oh, Del yeah. Valley. So oh. it's, so it's geographically yeah. kind of yeah. geographically it makes sense. Del Valley is over by the airport. Yep, in Austin, mm-hmm. south that area. Anyway, uh, the McNulty Mavericks are the McNeil Mavericks, and you would know that because their jerseys still say McNeil <laughs> in big letters. Yes, guys, this it's was like, hey, something. You, you guys got to buy some white. There jerseys, were man. there <laughs> were two things. There were two things in this uh, in this show. That oh, we're getting to the other one. The other one. Yeah. The first one was that it said, "Oh, they're playing McNulty," and it just says McNeil across the <laughs> front. Yeah. It doesn't say Mavericks. It says McNeil. They've done a pretty yeah. good job of making sure it says the, the mascot, yeah. not the, the team. But this yeah. one. Oh, boy. They yeah. probably saw the jerseys like, ah, crap. Ah, I get enough. Nobody will read it. <laughs> uh, I this don't show re- thinks you're dumb. I don't remember who the team was, but it's the Stony Point Tigers. That's uh, I have it right here. They were the South Pines South Tigers. Pines Tigers. Yeah. There we go. Uh, we already mentioned the Royal Rock Dragons. By the way, the there's a, Rock an- another thing to, to go back to the um, – uh, much like Arnett Mead, mm-hmm. there's yes. the extra C on the helmet that's yeah. never explained. Yeah. There's the extra T on well, the helmet at Stony Point. Oh, I yeah, guess it that's, could be that's the difference. Yeah. That's true. Never yeah, mind. In yeah, my yeah, face. Yeah, You're fine. Your face. Good job, um, uh, The Brant Vikings are the Brian Vikings. The yep. same moment. If you notice, the nameplate, the nameplate Vikings is clearly like stitched onto their jerseys. Yeah, like that was that was one that was like it, that's not on their jersey. That's not the Brian jersey. The team <laughs> that does not exist actually is the West Cambria Mustangs. Yes, yes. we have we the have first time hither and yon. This so is just an invented team. I did some I did some research. Oh, here we go. Um, and so I looked into how many and I can pull this up but how many teams are black and gold which yeah. is the numbers or which was the, yeah. the black white and gold um, that West Cambria the Mustangs yeah. were playing how many black and gold Mustangs uh, there are and there now Mustangs is a pretty is a pretty common name uh, mm-hmm. Mustangs is actually the sixth most common Texas high school football yeah. uh, mascot uh, 56 Texas high school football teams are the Mustangs only two of them are black and gold the Andrews Mustangs, yep. and they just have a big A on their helmet. Right. Mm-hmm. And the other one was Wheeler, and they just yeah. kind of have a, yeah. a kind of like a Wisconsin W right. on okay. their helmet. So, furthermore, if you go with the <laughs> initials WC, I think with West Columbia, West Columbia, baby blue, they're baby blue. Um, um, I couldn't think of that was the first one that sprung yep. to mind was West Columbia. Uh, um, yeah. Let me see if there's any other WCs. 
Let's see. I mean, you could. Uh, unfortunately, there's there's not a ton of. I mean, it could be like Weatherford Christian, maybe, uh, but probably not. Probably not. Um, I think we. Yeah, this is definitely our first. I've, I've been told by people more fictional teams are coming. Yeah, unfortunately, because yeah. that's well, kind of fun for us. I can. Yeah, like and Waco I can Connolly. Yeah, but they're blue as yeah. well. Yeah, I can understand. They were going to run out of because I mean it's Central Texas based, and right. so like totally eventually finished. teams are going to start saying no, <laughs> right? Because hey, no, you can't yeah. use our uniforms right. for yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. It was uh, cool while it lasted. Though. It was cool while it lasted. Um, stadiums. So we talked about the Palace on Parma. Yes, mm-hmm. already mentioned that one. Uh, he's interviewing at TMU. Yep. And there's the other one. It's become very clear that most of what they use is Texas State. Yep. Which, by and the way, they superimposed the Austin skyline which, in yeah. the background. And they made the funny. stadium look bigger. Yeah. They, put, they, put they, they, they make it look like a bowl. They made it look no, like they a bowl. Look like, it's, they make it look like the horseshoe the other way. Yep. Yeah. Because they look at the other yep. side and it's open, but right. it's reversed. It's the CGI, horseshoe's on the other the side. CGI horseshoe and then the Austin skyline in the distance, which I believe, based on the way it was located, makes it somewhere in East Austin, north of like Dishfalk Field. Right. Yeah. Somewhere like around there. North of the Austin or of the Texas baseball field. Yeah. The, um, yeah. Ishmael. And, and, uh, yeah. I know you had something. You Ishmael, where'd you, um, where'd you go to college? Uh, Texas State. You went to Texas State. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, th- th- it's never gone by. It used to be known as uh, Southwest Texas yeah. State. Southwest right? Texas. SWT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have they ever been known as TMU? No. Okay. Th- then why would a school named TMU. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, Texas Methodist. Right, yeah, I guess yeah, they're supposed right. to be. Why would it say Texas State in the end zone? <laughs> Big and bold. Because and there it is. You're not looking yep. at it. Yep, yep, yep. yep. That, yep. Was, that was funny. Speaking I didn't do a double which, take. I was like, does that still say Texas it State? It still says Texas State. By the way. Look at the Bobcat logo, though. Photo on the oh, yeah. Who, yeah. Was, who was that that, um, uh, oh, that, that, uh, <laughs> that Eric Taylor was talking to? Well, that will be uh, current. Uh, athletic director for Texas State, Larry Tice. Dr. Uh, Larry Tice was there. Also, as well as former Texas State head coach, Brad Wright, who was, I guess, playing a version of himself mm-hmm. as the head coach of, of TMU. So, yeah. Because he's going to be – because the thing is, I believe that, that Eric Taylor is not getting the head coaching job at TMU. Right, he's getting the he's getting like quarterback coaching right. job. Which, I thought he was getting the job at UT. So that kind of just, just flew out the window. That one, huh? <laughs> just completely – jettisoned like, it. <laughs> So um, confused about the whole. Thing. That was bizarre. I can't tell if he's supposed to be the head coach, the quarterbacks coach. None of it makes sense. That I think way. it's quarter. I think it's quarterbacks. Coach. And that has got to be, by the way, that has got to be a situation where Peter Berg or the uh, the coordinating producer goes out there. They need a place to shoot. Yeah. And Larry Larry Tice uh, Tice Tice. Thank you. Yeah. Larry Tice says, "Okay, you could shoot here for free, but but we're in the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be. That's the only way that yeah. happens, right? Yeah. It's yeah. got to be." Yeah, when I saw it, I did a double take because I, I was, I went into school. Brad Wright's last year was my first year in school, so I didn't really get that familiar with how he looked, right. and so I had to go back and recognize him. But Larry, right when it cut to Larry Tice, he just does kind of a, a silent nod, and I was like, "No way!" That's, uh, <laughs> and that's so he was the coach before David Bailiff, right? No, before after, after Bailiff, he was Bailiff's appointment. Basically, he's like, Got "Hey, it. look, this is my kind of my understudy," and then he was before Fran. So he was the last one when they were an FCS program. Yep. Got it. Okay. Yeah. No one watching this show probably knows what you're talking about. That's fine. <laughs> Um, finally spotted, uh, I, I did a screen grab of this. You guys can't see it yet, but it'll be on the screen while we're talking about it. Is that the worst state championship hat ever? Oh, I can't yeah. even <laughs> see that it says, like, his wife, like, ooh, cool hat. And it's like, what does it even say? Guys. It's terrible. I wish we had one of I the know. ones we have now. I Here's know. the thing. Like, most of the – so Texas high school football is trying to become really hip. 
Yeah. It's really cool. Like, yeah. Nike is invested, and Adidas is invested, and Under Armour, and they want to put together cool stuff. They would never put together your dad's cloth hat that just says, Dylan Panthers are the state champions, and stuff like that. By the way, oh, thank you very much. Nice. For example, here's the <laughs> Nike hat from this year. This is Texas tested. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll put it to this camera. Um, this is the one that, 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 that the kids seem to like. Says UIL on it. This is the one that you get when you play for a state championship. When you win the when you win the hat. What you don't get is uh, one <laughs> that you buy at a golf pro shop that they embroidered there for you. Yes. Oh my gosh. With world's number one dad or it whatever is. in the football. <laughs> nice flat. Bill Two more things. There. So bad. Two more things about the state championship. Okay. If I may. First, there is absolutely no freaking way Voodoo Tatum is playing for another team in that season. After that scandal. Ooh. After that scandal. Nope. Zero percent. Nope. Because the moment he walks on campus at West Cambria, there would be an appeal filed to the district executive committee, and it would be an open and shut case. Yep. Open and shut. He gave an interview saying that his time at uh, Dillon was illegal. Also, yeah. <laughs> here's another thing. Yeah. He starts actively recruiting Smash yeah. Williams, right. so he's not a senior either? Yeah, he's right? coming back. So he led the Louisiana team to a state championship as a sophomore. Sophomore, yeah. wow. is that weird? He is really good, I guess. Okay, that's Matrius fine. Davis did it this year. For There's a zero <laughs> percent chance that he would be um, playing. That he would be playing. No, this is zero like percent. The most corrupt thing. By the ever. way, the other thing is, uh, I did like how the game played out because, like, all of a sudden, I mean, Dylan's had a good defense. We're yeah. supposed to assume all season. <clears throat> all of a sudden, they just stop him. And they don't talk about it ever. Like, like, like they just, just the one shut fumble? him down. They like, just absolutely shut him down, it. and he's just <laughs> the defense, this four yeah. to five star quarterback. I will say, I will say, the state the championship the game was not well written. No, the state no. championship game was poor. Did not have the same. Drive. It was like and they were getting the beaten, thing, and then yeah. they weren't. So here's my here's my other thing. Okay, so Smash Williams scores on the final play of the game mm -hmm. to win a state championship. That would never happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wink. Um, <sighs> wink. That, I'm sorry, that happened in 2018. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nor Google North Shore versus Duncan Bell. Okay. <laughs> they, they won the final play. Yeah. They also won on the final play in the uh, state semifinal. Mm -hmm. That was the, uh, in the state semifinal, that was among the rowdiest, most over-the-top uh, yeah. celebration yeah. that you'll ever see. Yeah. That was the most low-key. That not, was very yeah. subdued. Oh, hey, yeah. we won a state championship. How yeah. about that? We did it. Isn't that cool? We're going to have a small parade. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Which... If you've won a lot of state championships in a town, they I won sort of one. understand. Well, they was, no, they've won, they've won them before. Well, I mean, like this team, but you know what I mean. The town has won many state championships. Has it? Yes. Well, yeah, they're uh, always wearing their rings and showing yeah, them. Yeah, but I thought that was only wearing, one team. No, because there's no, there no, there no, a couple of different older dads wearing them. And then, and then there the was, young uh, guy came to the homecoming, and he'd won a state championship. Coach Taylor oh, okay. coached him before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, I still like, with you. I'm like, with you. Let's put it this way: right. Alito just won their eighth state championship. They're still this pretty year. fired. Up. Yeah, they were going pretty nuts when yeah. they won the state championship, and that was a blowout. Yeah, I will say what they nailed: the team walking out onto the field for the first time and sort of taking it in and being yeah. like, "We get a, we we are lucky in that we kind of live at that stadium that week, and we get to see teams do yes. that." And it never gets old. You mm -hmm. are that is yep. the cool is one of the coolest moments is when is when especially smaller schools mm -hmm. walk onto the field uh, at, a, at what is now AT&T Stadium in Arlington which is where they play the state championship games most years. Um, and you see that moment of like, "Oh my gosh." Ooh, that they they here. absolutely yeah. nailed that. I don't know how they had dinner there. Yeah. But they That did. was kind of weird. But another we'll open up the star level. Another <laughs> banquet. Yep. Also, this is a city entirely comprised of banquet halls. <laughs> uh, also, Coach Taylor's halftime speech. Not that convincing. That was no. not, not that convincing. I, I thought he was going to say, like, 
you know, uh, I know I'm, you guys don't want to play for me, but play, play for, for each play other. Play for each other. Yeah. Play for yeah. Dylan. Yeah. You just no. no. That was a <laughs> that was, was a, a poor, uh, a very poor um, uh, 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 halftime speech. All right, we got we got to get the rest of this out of the way in like right. uh, how many minutes here? Ten minutes. All right. Okay. MVP of the second half Ooh. of season one. Greg Tepper, go. Oh, it's tough, but I think I'm going to go with Tim Riggins, Tammy Taylor. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tammy Taylor was excellent. Also was, good. Uh, she was she was excellent. Uh, it's very clear that Connie Britton is maybe the best actor on this show. Yeah, she's great. She's terrific. Yeah. She's awesome. Um, I thought that I thought that everything that she did was uh, at least pretty realistic. Um, and I thought that Tammy Taylor was the most valuable member of the Friday Night Lights team in, two, in uh, the back half of season one. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Smash Williams. Okay. Ooh, I like it. Smash and by proxy, Waverly, his girlfriend. All right. Because she kind of brought out a new yeah. a new character in him. Right. Yes. He's, not, he's still the egomaniac, but he realizes that, no, hey, guess what? Not everything's about me. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, 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 there's this girl that I really like, and she wants me to be a little bit more well-rounded. Mm-hmm. And he's willing to do that, and he kind of sees the value in doing that, not just in regards to her, but kind of overall. Um, obviously, the race, the race episode, the way he tackles that, he kind of emerges as a team leader out off the field. Um, and yeah, I th- I, he shows some concern for her when she's going through her issues. You know, we it's revealed that she's bipolar. Um, he kind of uh, talks to Lila about it a little bit. You know, it he becomes a lot more well-rounded than just the weird stuck-up. You know, jock stereotype. He's, he's maybe the only character in the show who's had an arc so far. Yeah, like a that's true right. arc. Yeah, I A to B. Right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think I think that's an excellent, excellent choice. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt Saracen and Julie Taylor together. Mm. Okay. Uh, Boy, they make out a lot in front I of her parents. I, yeah, <laughs> high school. Yeah. But I think that's why I enjoy them is, is just sort of uh, she has brought out a sort of courage in him mm-hmm. that is pretty mm-hmm. great. A confident, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. The way the two of them sort of play off of uh, Coach Taylor and Tammy Taylor is pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I found as I started skipping over Lila and Jason and uh, other scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. As, the, as yeah. the last couple episodes happened, I would still stick with the Julie Matt and Coach Taylor. And yeah. Taylor. Those are my, you know, we Those talked about this last I could time. See, I could see them yeah. being a good proxy of Coach Taylor and his yeah. wife in high school. Everything, right. yeah. Uh, everything yeah. Smash does is compelling. Saracen yeah. is compelling. Yeah. The Taylors are compelling. Yeah. That's probably about it. Who's the worst? There's an easy answer. Ooh, I, think. Some, I think there's an easy I answer. I kind of had a tag team. I kind of had a, okay. a substitution in mind. I think right. it's obvious. Okay. It's Jason Street. Oh, oh nice. okay. It's, it's a lot. It's I, a lot. He is. He it's a lot. Is, I, I mean, will dude, say the last couple episodes, though, make it a little bit. He gets I, better, I, like once, yeah. Now that he's got the, the job as the quarterback's coach, uh, yeah. he that, actually has a purpose that's on the it. show and as a side to just being he and the Lila worst. Have just, he and Lila have just. Listen, finally, finally, yeah, right, Lord, right. mercifully, so tired it of it. I was gonna say I had a. Uh, well, I don't know if you're gonna finish your. Point I was just gonna was say that I think that like I get it, and I'm very sorry for what happened to you, but like my man, he just wants to listen to Nirvana. We gotta, we gotta start taking, we gotta start moving forward. Yeah, because this is. Because right now you're the worst character on this show. Yeah. Now, now that he's the coach, I'm, ap- I'm, I'm like the yeah. future is very bright for him. Yeah. But these past eleven episodes, he yeah. was easily the character I I wanted the most yeah. to go. The away. last two episodes where he's like really drilling Saracen, Saracen. And, and really kind of coming into his own, it's all really great. But go. everything before, you're just, oh god, God, just go away. You're the worst decisions, and you're crying I, about it all the time. 
I love how he meets one interesting girl in Austin, and all of a sudden he's like, "Wow, the girls are cra- like yeah. awesome, and this is crazy. I never thought I would meet a no. girl more interesting than Lila Garrity." I will, I will <laughs> say, I do think, and I think that you guys will agree with this. Yeah. Um, and especially Max, growing up in a small because you grew up in a pretty small town. Yep. You grow up in a small town. You go to a bigger town. And and your eyes do get opened a little bit more, and there's Absolutely. a little bit more than, life than changes. Life changes. Yep. So I I bought that a little yep. bit. Yeah. But it was like the first girl with a tattoo he ever saw was like, yep. oh my god. By the way, she's great the representation one. of girls in Austin. Like yeah. she's, she's a tattoo artist. <laughs> yeah. She has piercings. So it was, she's was just like, hanging oh, out. She's at, like super nerdy, but also really attractive. <laughs> right. You know, it was like hanging out at wheelchair like, oh, okay. rugby yeah. tournaments. Yeah. Like at least yeah. he knows you know Austin. Yeah. So. I'm surprised they didn't do a cutaway at a roller derby somewhere. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, so me. Yeah, you're yeah, worst. You're worst. Uh, see, I, I kind of had a substitute. It was Lila and Street last time. Yeah. It's Lila and Buddy Garrity this time. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. Street, I think those last couple episodes, I'm starting to go with Street a little bit now. Yeah. Because those scenes when he was in Austin and when he wasn't moping over Lila and he's kind of realizing that, you know, he's kind of realizing his new life, you know, uh, yeah. wheelchair bound life and, you know, his own goals and things like that. That was a little that was compelling for me, especially I love his uh, the friend character that he has. Mm-hmm. That's always kind of telling him to Herc. suck it up. Yeah. Suck it up. You Herc know, is this, a good character. It's not it's not just mopey, blah, 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 yeah. you know, learn how to live now. I, I think that story is interesting to me with Street. And so that's kind of took him out of the worst for me. Yeah. Lila and Buddy Garrity. Yep. God, Buddy Garrity staying over at Eric Taylor's house, moping around. Yeah, buddy, 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 on buddy, the buddy Garrity. Buy, uh, you may oh, remember no, last no, last no. time uh, I I said Buddy Garrity was the was my number one character. He yeah. has tumbled down the power right Yeah. Now. So yeah. him and Lila now because yeah. I just do not. By the way, care so, so Lila, Lila now. Lila trashes uh, Dad's car dealership, and we never, never hear, hear about, about it. Yeah, again. it just happens, and it's, it's fine. Just, when she, she takes the like car back, cars. when she takes the car back, there's no trace of damage to the car dealership. Yeah, she's just returning the note. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. But this. yeah, so that that uh, yeah, Lila's still the worst, and Buddy Garrity's joined her now yeah. because everything with, with every scene of him like trying to explain to his wife about the you know yeah, his affair and all that it's just dude it's just and that's bad. the thing is that is it. that is that he got caught cheating and then he's there arguing with her i'm like what could you possibly be <laughs> saying yeah, right yeah. now dude it was, yeah bad and parents, he's like i'm gonna give yeah. her a uh, i'm gonna give her a photo album my my vote <laughs> my vote for who's the worst bad parents tim's dad buddy yeah. garrity and tyra's mom Oh god! Can yeah, we just that's a good one. That's sweep a good them all one. out? Bo's dad too. Remember? Oh god, Bo's dad. Because uh, oh, you're yeah. not checking ID before you're yeah. hopping in the sack with Tim Riggins. Oh god, it's Bo's mom. You mean Bo's mom? No, yeah, Bo's mom. Bad, yeah, bad, bad parents. Yeah. Bad parents. Bad parents in general. Uh, okay, five minutes to go. What did you love? Uh, I thought that uh, once again the game action is really really good. Yep. It's mm-hmm. some of the best like most realistic game action I've seen, uh, and I think that that has that has taken center stage, and that's what keeps me going in this show. Yeah. However, one flaw that I will point out mm-hmm. on the game winning play at the state championship, mm-hmm. Riggins looks over from the left at Saracen and says, "We got this," and they start they snap the play, and he clearly was on the right side of the field. When he did the hook and lateral to smash, he goes up the sideline from there. He was look, he was looking at uh, Coach Taylor. Either that or <laughs> he was looking at the sideline. Either line. that or the shot is literally right at the sideline and we can't see it. Right. And he does a hook button hook outside, yes. and then flips it to Smash, who runs towards the inside of the field, which defeats the purpose. You're running away from the defensive right. back and the safety. That's right. Minor. That's minor. That's <laughs> minor. Uh, what did I love, Landry? Landry's great. Landry's, oh, Landry's gonna, great. That was mine. Yeah, and <laughs> he's and the best. It it 
you kind of went up, then down, then up with him, and it was by the end. You can tell that's going to be good going forward. Who's the worst? Or oh, wait, no, no, no. Uh, what would you change? Excuse me. Um, again, it's, I keep I, I hate to keep banging on this, but like I need a little bit more structure as to how Texas high school football works in this universe. <laughs> yeah. Because I just don't understand why these games are important. Like you're telling me they're important, but yeah. you're never showing me why. And I would important. say my my actual critique is right in line with that. It's that uh, I, I would say the pageantry and sort of the minutia of the playoffs could really solve a lot of these yes. problems. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about sort of, you know, playing on Thanksgiving. That never happens. Yeah. Practicing on Thanksgiving is like a huge, it's a huge thing. Deal. Like that's a benchmark. A lot of coaches set that yeah, set that as a benchmark. That's a we benchmark want to be practicing of like on Thanksgiving. Texas high school football playoffs. Things like that I think would have made it really, really yeah. true to character. And guys. who knows? We we have a couple more seasons to go. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe they do that. Right. But hold on. Yeah. Guys, the state champion this is the biggest error of them all. Oh yeah. State championships played on Sunday? Yeah, it's weird. That's the one day of the year or Cowboys one day are in the week you can't Cowboys play. are in that stadium, don't And the Cowboys, yeah, yeah this happening in December. <laughs> yeah. They probably have a home game, that, y'all. Yeah, that didn't make any sense either. Uh, uh, Ish, anything you would change? Uh, less Lylan Street. Hopefully we're done with that. Because, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, the drama is so. actually starting to be interesting to me, except for that. Yeah. Right. I hope that Jason Street now has a purpose besides just moping all the time. Fair and enough. I think that he does. Hopefully. How realistic, grade A to F, was the Texas high school football on the field? I would give it again um, on the field, like a, like a B, a B, B plus, plus yeah. B plus. It's not perfect. Yeah, but it's, it's not, still. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm toying with a minus. Like yeah. it's really good. Yeah. And and again, they kind of. Um, I think that you see a little bit of increase in intensity now. It's the playoffs, mm-hmm. and I think that that's that's important. So I would say, yeah, I'd say B B plus is my. I'll give the Anthony Fantano score of a solid B plus. So, <laughs> <laughs> solid B, light A. The joke. It's a joke for like six people. Hey, there's some people that are needle uh, job fans. That's the worst. Uh, <laughs> how realistic was the Texas high school football off the field? Mm, like this is the, this is way worse than it's been. I think it was worse. Yeah. Because what did we give it? Like, we gave it like a C C minus last I'm, time. I gave it a I'm, B. I'm I'm dipping I'm dipping C minus like solid Bro. like. A, Firmly it's C minus, D plus C minus. Because this is, I mean, the the, the home field on the pl- like the playoff yeah. situation, no. how you make the playoffs, no. um, the the telev- like now there are yeah. you know there the television parts of it. There were a lot of things about yeah. this that I just uh, I'll yeah. give it a C, solid yeah. C for me. I actually, you know what, the state they did get some of the state stuff right, so I'll bump it back up to a C, but I'm not going higher than that. Uh, guys, what do you think happens next? Um, my wife quits watching. Yeah, that's probably. I mean, I started season two, so I can't really. I think I think it's going to go really well for Coach Taylor in Austin. I think that's pretty clear. Yeah, it's gonna of course gank. he's going to take oh, this gonna, job. He's going to get the Alabama job soon. Right? Yeah, he'll be Alabama, and then the coach of the Cowboys by season three. This is that's where this is headed. It's yeah. it's going to go. They might swimmingly. even they might even lose another game. Wow. Um, no, I I don't know. I'm th- I will say if, if if I may close out with my hashtag wife thoughts. Okay. Um. So my wife is not from Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she hears from people, when she tells people what I do for a living at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a lot of people, their frame of reference for that is, oh, like Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. And my wife has said, yeah, 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 like Friday Night Lights. My wife is done saying that. She's not going to say that anymore because apparently that would mean that me as a media member is stirring up ra- like racial controversies. It's I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm trying to make things happen uh, in, in that regard. That's like I think that this has kind of she knows Texas high school football enough now that she is not going to um, that, that she's not going to describe what I do now as like Friday Night Lights, the TV show, because 
It's not. It's, it, there, there's, there's too much of a difference between the, the realistic, at least off the field, yeah. of Texas high school football as opposed to on the field. Yep. I think that's, uh, that's realistic. Like All I right. said, I started season two, so I can't really speculate. Yeah, you so. dang cheater. Yeah, was, was, I was curious. All right. That's going to do it for us. We'll see you guys next. Landry starts at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next Friday as we show. recap season two. The whole thing. Yep. There you go. There's episode two of our Friday Night Lights yeah. review show. Um, it uh, <laughs> it's a show. It's a show. My biggest. That I mean, exists. I mean, I'll just say this. Like, I think I can really sum up um, my feelings so far on the show in a pretty okay in a pretty succinct way. All right. The football parts I really like. Yeah. There's just not enough. Of them. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I just wish there was more football. Yeah. It's like I mean we're. But it's, I also understand know, that you know, I get it. That's a sh- that would be a show I that you it. and I would be interested in, and not many yeah. other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. There you go. There's season one. Uh, yeah. We are now going to get cracking on season two. Next Friday will ne- be the season two review. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, um, and then I can be done watching the show in three weeks, right? Uh, two, three, no, fa- it's four weeks. Five, it's four weeks, month. and then we're gonna do. Oh, like, I got another month. <laughs> and then we're gonna do kind of a post mortem show. I think when mm-hmm. it's all over, looking back at the whole thing. Um, so we'll be done in like I think it's the first week of March or something. The last week. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment. Final I, thoughts. I don't have anything. Okay. Uh, great commentary from everyone in the comments. We were playing along with you the whole time. Um, I don't think we. I don't think we angered. Here's as many people here's this my time. question. Yeah. And and I guess because I, I wasn't in the Facebook comments today. Yeah. Are we just to- <clears throat> are we just totally off base? Are we the only people no, in the world who no, are no. like no? This yeah. show's ridiculous. I think for there's a lot of people reasons. that it's like uh, you know it's like a lot of shows. It's it's not a complete guilty pleasure. It's not that bad, but it, you know there's some guilty pleasure stuff about it. But I, I think in general it's like all right. It's kind of like here's a perfect example. The show Ozark. Yes. Is about my hometown. Is, are they in Canvinton? Well, it's it. You're part of the world. That's they're at the lake, mm-hmm. right? There are three towns at the lake. They're all kind of the same, right? I can I understand why a lot of people from my hometown like that show because mm-hmm. it's like it, this is about us. Mm-hmm. It's not right. Right. It's it's ridiculous in a lot of ways about what it's like to live there. But for once, you you know, in this moment, you feel like you're like your your part of the world is represented and you're sort of a part of it. I get that with Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, and I think it was our boss made the point. The other, it's kind of like the new Dallas. Yes. Like all of a sudden, it's just like this is Texas for everyone. You know, yeah. and it doesn't it doesn't bastardize Texas. It's There's not, a lot of great stuff about it, it so yeah. I can kind of live with it. I mean, the, again, to, to just kind of reiterate, a lot of the things I think they get right. There's a lot of things I think they get right, but the things that they get wrong distract me so much. Yeah. And when you add on to that, just the the melodrama aspect yeah. of it, and like I normally wouldn't watch a show like this, right? In that regard, that's why I'm like, oh, okay. yeah. I mean, I think you and I are, and probably Ish too. I don't want to speak for him, but we're just kind of like heavy eye rollers with big melodrama shows. Mm-hmm. You know, like when my wife was watching Scandal, mm. I get it. She knows it's ridiculous, but it's just fun for her, and I can't stand to be in the room while it's on. It's so mm-hmm. ridiculous, mm-hmm. right? It's like this a little bit, yeah. You know, just kind of like this is so over the top sometimes, but I get it. If yeah. You want to like it? You can like it. It's fine. Yeah, that's that's. I've been asked to watch worse things, and I have been I paid. I have been paid to watch and respond to worse things than watching this show. I so agree with that. I'm fine with it. Yeah, 
it's a good February project. It's a good February there project. There we go. Yeah, yeah. that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Max Thompson and Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.